Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin Hadaw and Milan Bhandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Milan Bhandari. And I am Sachin Hadaw. And today, we are going to be talking about the highly controversial Brooklyn Nets. Are they good or are they bad? Well, we'll both be having a little debate on that. Alright, let's get right into it. Alright, the Brooklyn Nets. One of the most controversial teams in the league. Many say that they're amazing and some say they're bad. Well, today, I'm going to be arguing for why the Brooklyn Nets are a really good team. And Millen here is going to be arguing against that. Alright, so, first, uh, why I think that they're a good team. Now, currently, they're averaging 120 points per game, which is the highest in the league. No surprise there, they have KD, Kyrie, and James Harden. Alright, but, um... Overall field goal percentage, about 50%, shooting over 40 from the three-point line and over 80 from the free-throw line. This team is a scoring beast. They're not too shabby in rebounds or assists either, getting about 27.1 assists per game and 44 total rebounds per game. And, you know, while they might not be the highest in steals at 6.6, They are still a very well-rounded team, especially when you consider they are not the highest in turnovers either at 14.3, despite all of this scoring. All right, so individual players. We have Kevin Durant averaging practically 30 points a game. He's averaging over seven rebounds and over five assists, shooting about 52.5% from the field goal and about 43.5% from the three and also about 87 from free throw. This makes his effective field goal approximately 60%, giving him a PER just 0.1 higher than his career average at 25.3. Now, granted, he doesn't have the most win shares right now, but still, this is amazing, amazing stats. So, as for James Harden, well, he's not actually what you would expect. 25 points a game, yes. But with the Brooklyn Nets, this man is averaging 11.3 assists per game. It's absolutely insane. Also, we got Kyrie Irving, who's averaging currently 27.4 points per game, 6 assists, and about 4.8 rebounds, shooting slightly over 51 from the field goal and about 41 from the three. He's currently shooting just just shy of... 90% from the free throw line and an effective field goal of about 60. All right, Millen, why would the Nets not be good? Well, they are awful on defense. And you may ask, what statistics do you have to back up that statement? And well, in opponent points allowed, they're averaging 116, which is fourth in the league. The teams that are ahead of them in that category, which means that they're worse, the Sacramento Kings, the Washington Wizards, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. So they are in elite, that's sarcasm, company. Not only that, they are incredibly unreliable. For example, they const- their best players are constantly missing time, 
Kevin Durant, he's been out for a He's missed over 10 games in the season and is counting. And I don't even want to go into Kyrie Irving. And he took a hiatus in the middle of the season and did whatever. Like he missed, I think, six straight games for what? And so when you take away the big three, which are often missing, what do you have? Well, you have Joe Harris and Jeff Green. You see, there's not much depth, and depth is what makes a team good, and they don't have that. Also, when they win, they win big, but when they lose, they lose a lot. Yes, they are second in the Eastern Conference, but it's a very weak Eastern Conference, and in a span of one week, the Milwaukee Bucks could easily take that spot, and it, and they're just... They're just not decidedly the best team, and they have no depth, and their big three are injurable, and their coach, Steve Nash, this is his first year coaching, and I don't want to sound rude, but he's not that experienced at all. We've seen him mess up clutch situations when he shouldn't have, and that just might be the first year stuff, but like, I just don't think that he is that he has the ability to coach an elite team and his the players on the team are really carrying him so yeah um Sachin what do you have to say to that all right well one thing I'd like to put point out I'm not going to ever use the point they can progress over time because while yes that is most likely going to happen I mean this team hasn't got you know a lot of time to cohere with each other at this point I can't use that because we're currently arguing if they're good at this moment. And to answer that, they are absolutely amazing. This big three alone of James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving are averaging 81.7 points a game by themselves, right? And you know where the rest of the points are coming from? Uh, Well, DeAndre Jordan is a really solid player. He's averaging 7.3 points a game, practically identical rebounds, He's shooting 77% from field goal, pretty much. Shooting on low volume. Yes, low volume. I agree. However, it's still fairly high, and he's still fairly efficient on what shots he's taken. Nicholas Claxton, also, uh, well, about 8.5 points a game, 2.3 total rebounds, and an assist to go along with it. He's shooting 61.9 on a slightly higher volume, 80% from free throw. He's really not doing that bad at all. I mean, keep in mind, his PER is 26.5. Like, you have to be doing some pretty darn good stuff to get a PER of 26.5. Now, as for Joe Harris, he's performing above average with his points at around 15, about two assists per game, and about four total rebounds. He's shooting over 50 from the field goal and over 50 flat from the three-point line. So that's amazing. Shooting practically 70 from the free throw. Like, I can just keep listing them off. But you you get the idea here. This is a really solid team. And yes, I will admit, they are a fairly big defensive liability being fourth in the league in points allowed per game. I agree. However, their offense more than makes up for it. Keep in mind, they have the same number of wins as the number one seed in Philadelphia. They have just incurred one more loss at 13 losses in comparison to Philly's 12. 
if they lose their next game, then they're tied for the first seed. And I honestly don't think they're too shaky at their current position. Bucks two less lo- two uh less wins and same number of losses. And I just think still that while this isn't amazing, while these aren't really amazing stats, and the Eastern Conference is fairly weak in the rest of the teams, you cannot argue that the Bucks are not good, that the Nets are not good, or the or the Sixers. And that's really where all the competition in the East is. I mean, compare it to the West record. Lakers at the second seed are 24 and 11. They're not far behind where the Nets are. So really, I mean, it's 68, uh, 63.9% winning percentage for the Nets in comparison to 68.6 winning percentage for the Lakers. There isn't too much of a difference here. So I think that the Nets are still doing really good. And yes, I will agree that the, West, the East is not as strong as the West here. Yes, but that's overall. These three teams, Philadelphia, the Nets, the Bucks, they are amazing. They're one of the top teams in this league. They all give the Lakers and the Jazz and the Clippers a run for their money. So I don't enjoy, I don't see how that fits as a good argument for why the Nets are doing so good in the East. Oh, because the rest of the East is weak. All right, you take out the you take out the Sixers and the Bucks. They're by far the first seed, right? So that argument does not make any sense to me. So these those are really good teams, and the competition really needs to be you know focused on. They need a little heat. So keeping this in mind, the Nets once again, while a defensive liability, are an offensive juggernaut. They are doing absolutely amazing and tearing up the league with their offense. For, for darn's sake, James Harden is averaging practically 11 and a half assists per game with his team. Like, Jesus Christ. And he's still putting up 25 a game. Kevin Durant, 30 a game. Tyree, 28 a game. Like, this team is really, really good. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of undermining them because oh the eastern conference is just so weak while it the rest of it is weak yes the top three teams are really big competition and somehow the nets are making it work so while i definitely had my doubts with this team i didn't think that they could win they are clearly proving me wrong and i think this acquisition of james harden is really helping mesh the team as you can see james harden wants to be here i mean He's passing the ball more than ever in his career. He is clearly doing whatever it takes to mesh with his team and help the team mesh with themselves. And it's working really well. So for those reasons, I think that the Nets are an amazing team. And I have another rebuttal for you, Stuchin. Yes, my rebuttal is most of their games, I've done the math, they've played more than half of their games against teams with a losing record. Think about that for a second. Whereas teams like the Utah Jazz are the other way around. They play most of their teams, most of their games against winning teams. So Sachin, what's your thoughts about that? Yes. I so definitely agree with they're you picking, on saying- They're picking on the teams that are not as good. I mean, yay, they beat, that's, they that's beat Washington. Kind of Actually, wait. That's- they. 
they lost to the Washington Wizards. They lost to the Washington Wizards. Is that, am I, am I Everybody has both good and bad games. That's not gonna change, especially considering we're gonna play 72 this season. So, firstly, uh, the Nets themselves have only played exactly half that number. So they still have a lot to prove and they still have a lot to show us. So yes, while I would agree, it's kind of like comparing um, the 2020 Lakers to the 01 Lakers. Uh, 01 Lakers had to knock off some of the hardest teams in NBA history. There are statistics for this. And meanwhile, the Lakers, in comparison to that uh, 01 team in 2020, they had essentially a cakewalk. I'm not undermining what the 2020 Lakers did, but I'm saying that I understand where you're coming from. Harder competition to achieve the same exact thing. So I respect the Jazz for it, and I applaud them for it. But once again, you cannot undermine the Nets, and we will see, actually, what this team will do. We're going to find out exactly what they're capable of, because once the rest of the season plays out, they're going to play against everybody a pretty fair share. Right? I mean, the league has it planned out that way. So, I mean, we're going to see how they can fare up against harder teams. And the Nets are still really amazing. I can't stress enough how insane it is to have three of the most ball-dominant players in NBA history trying to mesh with each other and it actually working. Like, I mean, we can go through players' past numbers before. I mean, James Harden, he went from 36 points a game, right, and 7 assists per game, to 25 and 11.3. So, it's really amazing what this team is doing. And I really do have to commend that, because I had no idea it was going to work out like this. Kyrie Irving is averaging higher numbers um, in assists than his career before, right? Kevin Durant is averaging higher numbers in assists this year than his career. James Harden is definitely averaging more assists um, in this season than his career. They are learning how to play with each other despite generally being the dude you passed to during their previous years in the NBA. They were generally the guys who had to do the scoring, but now they're passing and it's completely paying off. They're so cohesive. And I mean, this is kind of, in my opinion, what made the Warriors so amazing. Yeah, they were good on offense, and they had a pretty darn good defense, but they were so cohesive on offense, too. They knew how to work with each other. So it really helped them, right? And I think that this team is similar to the Warriors in that sense, not as good as, similar to the Warriors in that sense, because they're doing similar things. They're having amazing offensive players who can work together and are all shooting absolutely amazing. Kyrie Irving shooting 41% from the three. Kevin Durant shooting 43.5% from the three. James Harden also shooting 40% from the three. So they're making it work. And by the way, can I just say that those numbers are higher for all of them than their entire careers? Kyrie Irving average is 39%. James Harden average is 36%. Kevin Durant's average is 38%. They're doing better. So really a lot of these stats are doing much better in this season. And I think that that goes to show how well this team is working and meshing. So I think for those reasons, only time is gonna help them. Once again, I can't use that as my argument, but even right now, they're currently the second seed is what we know 
They are the second seed. They're doing amazing. They have they have the most points scored per game out of the league as a team. Um, they are averaging more assists, more points. They're shooting better in field goal and three-point. I think that's all the argument I need to state that the Nets are doing amazing and they are a great team and a terrifying team in this league. Well, well do you have anything to say? Um, that was well said, but I would elaborate more, but I think that we are running out of time. And um, with that, that is the Daily Post podcast, and we will see you next time. But before we stop, make your own opinions on who you, on what you think about the Brooklyn yeah. Nets. This is we quite do, I, topic. I do have to say, I do respect them for um, just making it all work. But that doesn't, that does not make them a better team. All right. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for listening.